Mm-hmm. I call BS on it. <laughs> and welcome to the WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a fantastic show for you lined up today, brought to you by Raid yeah. Shadow Legends. Yeah! Uh, no, I'm, Raid I'm, Shadow I'm, Legends! I'm 100% kidding, but we will talk about that <laughs> little bit of controversy that took place this week. We're also going to be talking about whether or not you should actually leave WhatsApp. That's right. We're going to talk about whether you should leave WhatsApp. What do you got, Luke? Uh, th- there's a new CEO coming into town for Intel. Oh, That's yeah. exciting and, and hopefully good. Uh, and Google purchases Fitbit. Sort of. Maybe kind of. Yeah. Hey, Android Wear couldn't get worse. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and let's roll that intro. Apparently, I'm slightly higher up. Uh, a, a miniature slouch. I don't even care. All right, let's get this party started. Every platform is working, guys. It's all working. It's all good. So why don't we jump right into our headline topic of the day. Earlier this week, YouTube channel Linus Tech Tips, uh, which is owned by Linus Media Group Incorporated, Put up a video about this like crazy rugged Ethernet cable that's like super strong and it's resistant to being cut or crushed or or torn apart. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty cool video, pretty cool video. People liked it. We think we're not sure because more than 10 percent of the interaction with the video through the like and dislike buttons was negative, was a dislike. And uh, it felt like a good 90% of the comments were not about the video at all, but rather about the sponsorship that took place within the video for a mobile game known as Raid Shadow Legends. So, uh, Luke, first of all, I uh, just want to thank you for coming on to the show, sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Um, of course, of course. Could you just tell I me, every day. Uh, what's your favorite game? Uh, is it Raid Shadow Legends or it's, it's Raid Shadow Raid Legends? Sha- yeah. Raid Shadow Legends. That's what I thought. Yeah. Can you just tell me a little bit about what you like so much about Raid Shadow Legends? Uh, I I really like uh, the variety of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, my yep. favorite one is uh, Gro- Grodark the Orc. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's really good. He's a he's a five star. Uh, orc fighter, uh, and I just I really like you. Really like Googling him for three yeah. seconds before the show starts today. Uh, I to- yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I came up with that. I didn't even Google that. I didn't even bother. I, uh, Wait, did you make yeah, that I up? Mean, Grow dark yeah. is nothing. Okay, I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> I just assumed that was one of the actual heroes. No, no. Or excuse me, legends. Yeah, I just came up with that. Legends. Yeah, yes, yes, of course. Um, yeah. That you raid with. Grow dark. Deep I'm not dark. entirely sure what you what you raid, but you. Well, yeah. shadows. I thought. Ah, yes. I think you raid shadows sense. as legends. Uh, although it's also possible <laughs> that you raid as shadow legends, and what you raid is actually sort of up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, in response to the controversy, okay, so first things first, there's a lot of assumptions that we are like desperate for money or that Raid Shadow Legends paid some kind of ludicrous fee to sponsor Linus Tech Tips video. So two things. Number one is if the hiring page on LinusMediaGroup.com is anything to go by, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up for you guys right here. LinusMediaGroup.com. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull that up for you guys here. Get a display capture. Hey, look at this guy with his team T-shirt here. Uh, jobs. Here we go. If the if the hiring page on LinusMediaGroup.com is anything to go by, I think we are doing okay for for money. We are actually we are expanding. We are in hyper expansion mode right now. Um, as for whether we got paid a ton, um, if anything. Uh, based on what I found out later that we were paid for the sponsor spot, I sent some emails to our business team asking if maybe maybe the sponsorship rate was not 
was not competitive with what some other YouTubers might be getting from them. Um, I did get answers that I mostly that I mostly accepted. So our sponsorship deal with them was different than what other people necessarily do with them. But I'll say this: the rate was not higher or lower. It was kind of like right in the middle for us in terms of what the what a spot like that would cost. Um, and quite honestly, you know, whenever we don't have a spot, we have strong affiliate partners that we can kind of plonk into those spots that will that will work out great for us. So there's no there was no desperation. And I actually didn't even know we were doing the spot until like I read it on the teleprompter and I was like, oh, wow. So we're doing a Raid Shadow Legends spot. And the response was, yeah, it's no big deal. We've actually done one before. And I was like, oh, really? And they were like, oh, yeah, you probably didn't do the read for it because it was on TechLinked. And I was like, oh, OK, sure, fine. So there are a couple of things that are bad here that I do want to acknowledge. So one is that the way the read was structured, it really did make it sound like I had a favorite hero. And what I was really saying was, yeah, as part of our due diligence process with anything, we will at least use it a little bit. And by we, I don't mean necessarily me. I mean, someone at Linus Media Group will dink around with it a little bit and make sure it's like, is it actually a game or is it just mining Bitcoin on your phone while right. you're while you're sitting idle? You, you know, like, does it actually do what it says it's supposed to do? And yes, we we did that due diligence, although it's not really necessary. I think everyone knows Raid Shadow Legends is an actual game, um, but it made it sound like I was the one who played the game. I don't play mobile games. I have enough distractions on my phone as it is. I actually, here, you know what? I, I, I'm not sure. I don't want to lie to you guys. So I'm going to make sure this is actually correct. But I don't think I have a single game installed on my phone. So I've got, so I still got the Air Canada app. Oh, no, I lied. I have 21 marbles. I actually don't know what that is. I have chess free. Did it come with your phone? I got chess free. No, no, it didn't. It didn't. I, I would have wiped my phone. So I got chess free up in here. Got that brilliant. It's like not really a game though. It's more of like a learning app. Uh, I got Disneyland, uh, COVID alert. Um, I feel like something incriminating is going to come up here at some point. Got that, got that float plane, Luke. Hey. Got, got that float plane right there. Uh, what else we got? You know, gross mountain. It's nice, nice mountain. You gotta, you gotta go there sometimes. I, I think I still have the vessel app somewhere. Got my Kindle, got my Kindle app. Uh, RetroArch. I oh, I have RetroArch on here. Okay, well, I don't use it, so that should give you some idea. Uh, I think I still... Do I still have the Vessel app? Hold on. Uh, LNOP, QRS, TV. Oh, no, it must have gone away at some point. Oh, got that United Airlines. Space Team. What the f*** Yeah, is Space I think Team? I got you to install Space Team. Oh, that thing. Okay, that that's yeah. pretty fun. That's pretty fun. Okay, yeah. so I that's, lied. That's not really like... That's, that's, a, that's almost like a board game style thing. That's okay. Not, you can't play it by yourself. I lied. I have four games installed on my phone. I actually didn't know that they were there. Um, so I shouldn't have done that. The other thing that upset me to find out about afterward is that one of the things that we've told our viewers is that while not every sponsor necessarily has to be one that I absolutely am in love with and use absolutely every day, although a lot of them are, like you saw, you saw PIA on there, you saw Brilliant on there. These are, these are services that I and many of the people at our company actually do use and love. Um, what we care about a lot is the integrity of the companies that we deal with and that the product does what it says on the tin. So just because a particular product or service is not something that I need in my daily life, as long as they do what they say they're going to do and someone needs that product or service, then we got no problem with that. Um, and Raid Shadow Legends, from what I could tell, pretty much does what it says on the tin. You raid stuff. You're like a legend or something, and you endlessly loot. I'm Grodark or whatever. Yeah, I said, Gr the Grodark the Orc or whatever. You endlessly <laughs> loot meaningless dungeons, and I thought we were all pretty freaking clear about what it was. And there's microtransactions because other otherwise it wouldn't exist. And so, okay, I, I so I was just like, yeah, okay, so like whatever, Raid Shadow Legends, as if you haven't heard of it. Here, here's this game that I guess you can play if you really want to. We even said right in the sponsor spot, we were like, yeah, we know Raid Shadow Legends sponsorships are a bit of a meme now. But like, hey, if you never heard of it somehow, go ahead and try it. 
But what I found out afterward, because I asked the community, I tweeted afterward, I was like, hey, like, why are you guys so mad about this? Like, not, not, I'm not trying to be combative. I just literally want to know why. I, I legitimately am curious. Why are you so mad? And uh, what they were mad about was some of the ways that um, Raid Shadow Legends' parent company has interacted with the community in the past. So oh, okay. doing things like denying that they had ever... Uh, that they had ever sponsored anyone like with money and they were like like yeah they, like there's a tweet from a community manager or something that's like raid shadow legends is only endorsed by people who absolutely love the game and play it and just want to talk about it we've never we've never paid anyone for a sponsorship and i was like why would you even yeah that's a weird like, thing to lie yeah about. it's like lying about the crowd size at your inauguration it's like so easily it's so easy to validate that that's not what happened so why would you bother why are you treating yeah. me like i'm stupid like it's just disrespectful you know what i mean sure. um so yeah. that upset me um and then the other thing is like there are some people that were like look you know it's from my point of view it's a it's a predatory business and so we don't like to see you guys effectively profiting off of that kind of a predatory business model and in fairness um you know i think that it or i think that is a fair viewpoint but i also think that it's going to be a very different line that any individual is going to draw so would you say the same thing of world of warships it's free to play it has microtransactions, microtransactions up the butt they oh, yeah. have they have done some very very questionable things with their community like there was that holiday thing where there was a bunch of challenges or something and if you complete them you get like this epic legendary ship or something like that but members of the community did the math and it was like actually completely physically humanly impossible oh. to complete oh. it like within the time window that they had for it and they I'm just like unless you do some microtransaction -trans stuff like no, you just like actually could not or yeah you couldn't get it for free basically mm -hmm. but they were yeah. saying you could do it for free if i recall correctly so it's like but people are mostly not mad about world of warships because the general consensus among the community is that it's not like it's not too pay to win so here's where i had decided i thought raid shadow legends was okay the fact that it is a single player experience for me made it not pay to win in a sense that mattered. I never thought of winning a single player game as mattering at all. Like I have gotten into games that are very microtransaction-y, like uh, what's that What's that tower, Tiny Tower? I loved Tiny Tower like years okay. ago. Yeah. And it really bothered me when it gets to the point in the game where you can only do like two things and then you have to wait to the next day. And yeah, from- Yeah, that, that last Lord of the Rings um, Shadows of Mordor game where you could do like, I think it was three quarters of the game, but then the last quarter of the game is like, it's it's probably possible without microtransactions, but they make it just a horrible experience. So okay. for me, it was as simple as, okay, I'm just going to stop playing Tiny Tower. And I see it, I see, I see all the different perspectives here. Um, but the reason that I had decided I thought it was fine to just take their money and run was because there was no one that you were winning against. So who cares? Um, right, yeah. And honestly, there, so there was some legitimate feedback like that. I'm explaining why I thought it was okay in spite of that feedback, but most of the negative feedback really seemed to come down to, I'm just tired of hearing about Raid Shadow Legends. And so I, I guess like, I guess I just don't really know how to, I, I don't really know how to address that. Like, it's not my fault that Raid Shadow Legends or Dyson or whoever else decides to do a big marketing push when they decide to do it and that I happen to be part of it. Um, and the problem for me is that even though most people in the community, like even in the chat right now, people are like, yeah, whatever, who give, who, who cares? Like, thank you for doing your sponsorships in a way where oh, no, no, no. all I have to do is double tap the right arrow key and I don't have to listen to it at all. Like, the way that we integrate it really is meant to be completely seamless for a tech-savvy viewer. You're playing, it's no big deal. Um, but that small number of, like, sort of people who are really upset about it kind of ruins the experience for us as content creators. Like, Luke, think back to 
when you uploaded a video that you wrote and you hosted and you felt like 98% of it was really great content. Yeah, yeah okay, I'm, oh. I'm sure I've already led you enough on this one. Talk about sure. that. Yeah, it's, well, it's frustrating because like you, you make this piece um, and I, I can think back to quite a few different videos that I would have been notably proud of. I'm not, I don't necessarily remember the comment sections on them at this time, but you make this thing and you're really, really excited about it. And then all the comments are about some like, some stupid thing, whether it's like, I guess the ad spot, if they didn't like the ad spot or like you had a, a pimple or like some, something like walked yeah. past in the background or something and just all the comments are about this like extremely to me at least inconsequential thing that happened and it's like no like i i did this thing that's cool let's talk about that but yeah it's 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 frustrating for sure it can be a downer um so it's one of those things where i think for the time being we're probably not gonna work with them but honestly it, it doesn't have much to do with um it doesn't have much to do with me thinking that their business model is particularly that different from any other like pay to win mobile game or really anything that's got a lot of microtransactions in it. To me, it's all kind of the same thing. Um, it's just more to do with like, I guess for better or for worse, the, the community is has decided that they do not accept this. And so in the interest of me having fun making videos, I'm I'm just gonna not I'm just gonna not do it for now, right. um, and again, like I said, I don't like dealing with companies that I don't think do a good job of maintaining transparency because that's really important to me. I mean, I don't care if your product is like a, a, a toe like thing that's designed to help you slice off your own toe. Like if it's as long as you're honest about it, you know. Like as long as you don't advertise it as like a you know a, a cordless you know sandwich grill or something like that, and then it like slices off your toe. If you're like, yeah, this is for like if you feel like you have too many toes and you want to cut one off, that's what it does. Uh, you want to live that toeless life. Uh, we're here to help you. As far as I'm concerned, as long as the talking points are straightforward and are like, I get, I can be honest with the viewers about what exactly it does. Like it doesn't. It doesn't matter much to me. See, here's the thing. Okay, like we got a lot of really sort of irrational stuff here. Uh, Gamer4556ism says, the game is a scam. What do you mean scam? How is it a scam? It's the biggest, a honestly, um, and I'm, I'm bringing like, this message from AJ and it, he's he's very right about this. I can, I can understand the anger over the ad and there is actually um, a pretty good solution that can be enacted. Uh, by by anyone frustrated or anyone not frustrated oh, by the Rage of Legends ad, to be completely honest. It's simple. The process isn't that difficult. Um, it's like a few clicks, to be completely Get honest. Get on with it. You see the same content. You just subscribe on Flowplay. Problem <laughs> <laughs> solved. No more Raid Shadow Legends ads. No big deal. I didn't even know this was a problem. Because I just watch content on Flowplay. All right. All right. Easy, so easy. let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next topic. This is another highly controversial topic right now. James actually put a freaking ton of notes in the document. Yeah, and it's, it's funny good. because yeah. I had a meeting with him recently where he talked about how he was going to talk to one of the other writers about putting less detailed notes in the doc because... <laughs> he and the writer who wrote it were realistically the only ones that were actually going to read it to that level of detail because he knows that yeah. like we don't read them carefully we need something we can skim these like giant paragraphs sir but there is actually some really good info here so uh, why don't sure. we run through some of it the question is should you leave whatsapp yes so let's go uh it it, it it varies basically some of the information that was that was disseminated uh very recently about whatsapp and about the th information that was going to be shared between whatsapp and facebook uh was was incorrect there has been clarifications posted by facebook explaining what's going on and essentially uh information messages etc between yourself and like your friends or family members or whatever is theoretically not going to be shared uh, it's just going to be messages between you and a business on WhatsApp um, that is shared, uh, that is optional at the same time. And users who opted out of all information sharing back in 2016, I believe, are opted out of this, but no other users are. Um, it, it, 
Yeah. So it, it's not like all the information on WhatsApp. It's just the business stuff. Um, and your 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 messages between friends, family, etc., are still encrypted and whatnot. And I believe they even use uh, yeah they use the Signal protocol anyways. Um, and Signal is the main thing people are pointing, including myself, are pointing um, that people should go use. So eh, I would still just move over to Signal personally. Um, I think that's still the answer. I just think the reason for that answer has definitely changed and it's not as bad of a situation as we thought it was, which is good, but I would still move to Signal personally. So from my point of view, this does make me feel a lot more comfortable. Um, yeah. You know, my understanding, not looking at it that closely initially was like, oh, okay, basically WhatsApp is now another data collection tentacle that Facebook can use to to squirm their way into the details of your life. And I was extremely frustrated because the reason I used WhatsApp in the first place was because my understanding was that it was end-to-end -end encrypted and that the service provider would not have any access to the communication that I was sending and receiving over it. So that was like the whole freaking point. And it's like, it started to feel like, man, am I gonna have to do this like every couple of years? So when Google or Microsoft comes in and buys signal uh, another year or two from now am i gonna have to like yeah. keep jumping between messaging applications um and now that i see this i'm like oh maybe it's like it's not that i don't still think it's a good idea to switch over to signal or telegram but it's more like um is it worth the hassle but then there's a danger there if every time we ask this question Facebook is kind of moving the moving the goalposts just yeah, a little and they've bit. Straight up lied about this stuff in the past. Yes. So if they're moving the goalposts just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, and every time it's like not enough, it's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the hassle. Um, then there is that danger that at some point you're going to end up way past the line where you, you intended to be, and um, and you're going to be somewhere where you feel like you've forgotten that you're not comfortable with it. That's that's the reason why I might look at it and go, yeah, okay, this is this is probably worth it. Yeah, I just Facebook has has lied to the face of everyone they possibly could in the past about this type of stuff. Um so the clarification is good and it makes me less like I need to make sure everyone I know gets off of this thing. Yeah. Um, but I would still suggest that people move off of WhatsApp. Now let's go back and let's clearly getting their, their grubby little fingers in there. Let's talk about that mentality. Like the, everyone I know absolutely needs to get off of this mentality because the cold hard truth is that most of the people, you know, already use Facebook anyway. And I, I don't want to be that guy. That's like, well, you shouldn't care about your privacy because it's already not private. But if you already use Facebook, who cares? Honestly. Sort of. Honestly. It depends what you're using it for. I think sure. text messages are quite all-encompassing, and you get text messages from, um, a, like, like any time there's any security hole. Like sure. if, if, if Facebook is like, yeah, we're going to share this information internally, that's increasing the amount of um, points of access. So, like, if... If you don't have that, that's good. I, I can. I got a text message from my credit card company today. That was unfortunate, um, but it, it's it's something that can happen, right? So, yeah. like, I would rather those messages were private. Um, and and at least myself personally, like, I have a Facebook account. I originally made that Facebook account because people were making fake ones of me, and that was annoying. I remember um, that actually. Yeah, and I I only use it for communication with my like very, very, very close family and I don't have it installed on my phone. Right. So like, it's not able to scrape info from, from that point. It's, it's only in a browser and I only use it for that type of communication. So it, it's pretty limited. And I feel like a lot of people's usage of Facebook these days is becoming more and more limited. Um, Best in um, getting, getting one of those kits and getting tested. And I had expressed my, uh, strong preference that they not do it because of how closely blood related they were to me and how much information that puts out there about me. Um, yeah. And they went and did it anyway. So I'm like, actually, I'm still like pretty off about that. I'm I'm not impressed. Uh, I sent like a very 
I have very long, detailed, and I think very cogent argument for why I felt like it was important for them to not do that. Um, and I was ignored. So there's, there's like, uh, there's a certain amount of just respect for the people that you correspond with when it comes to choosing secure messaging applications. Actually, I'm, I'm all fired up about this now. So here's, here's what I sent. I've been deciding whether to send this or not. It might affect whether you decide, it might not affect whether you decide to use the genetic test you got for Christmas, but these tests are not well regulated and we've only begun to explore the way that the data in them will be used by private companies and government entities. I felt like I needed to speak up. Here's some reading material. When you do one of these genetic tests, and I linked to an article that kind of explained it, uh, when you do one of these genetic tests, it doesn't just affect you and your privacy, it affects anyone related to you, including me, helping them build out their database. Their privacy policy may prevent them from selling individualized data at this time, but we've seen many times that Silicon Valley companies will start out with robust privacy policies and slowly tip away at them over time. We've also seen yeah. acquisitions and mergers that do not preserve these protections. The issue is that unlike an interest in cars or whatever, your genetic information doesn't change, so this data is given up permanently. I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer by any stretch of the imagination, but given what is already accessible to advertisers, insurance agencies, etc., I would rather pay for you to have a genetic test done in a medical slash diagnostic setting if you really want to know. That way the data will at least have a chance of being safe. And basically what was sent back to me was, um, your message adds to the consideration for sure, in more words. Um, and then I never heard back, and I it was sort of mentioned in offhand conversation later that this individual had just gone ahead with it, and I, I, I don't know. I just, I felt, I felt very, I felt kind of violated, I to be honest I would have, like, if I was that person, I would have absolutely just taken you up on your offer. Been like, hey, I can get a better one done that's also, like, more confidential, like, cool. Okay. I would have been happy to pay for it. Like, that's a, that's a trivial expense from my point of view for something like this. Um, and I know that I do tend to have a pretty uh, laissez-faire attitude when it comes to things like my digital information, at least that which I decide to share publicly. And the reason for that is, you know, back to the, the ship has sailed argument. My ship has sailed. I am a, a digital influencer at this point. There are literally thousands of hours of footage of me on Google and Facebook servers. Like, my privacy is dunzo. You know, if Google wanted to, they could know absolutely everything about me based on just cross-referencing information that I've, things that I've talked about, things that I've shown in videos. Uh, nothing is a secret to them about me at this point. But, you know, something like, again, back to the argument that I made about genetic information and the fact that it doesn't change and that it's just irreversible. Like, it's not, this is not a trivial, like, oh, gee, I wonder if I have some, like, Irish in me. This is, that's not that kind of decision you're making. That's a yeah. terrible, terrible approach. So, yeah, again, back to WhatsApp then. For me, like, you know, what, what I ate for dinner or, like, what widget I'm thinking of buying, like, the things, the kinds of things that I talk about in text message, um, to me, is not, is not terribly important. But I'm also in kind of a unique position where I do literally none of my own confidential communication. Like, I don't do any of my own banking. My, my wonderful uh, chief financial officer over there does all of it. So, I don't know. So, Luke, tell me this. Would you, mm. feel, would you feel betrayed if I was like, no, Luke, forget it. I'm staying on WhatsApp, and if you want to talk to me, you're going to have to talk to me on WhatsApp. Are you no. thinking or muted? Oh, okay. I was thinking. No, <laughs> I don't think so. My reason is just that I would censor my communications to you. Sure. And that's fair. That's and, fair enough. And that would have to just be the trade-off is it's going to be like a partially muted conversation. I think both you and I are kind of chat application chameleons though. Like there's people that I encounter like in the real actual world that are like, hey, you know, don't bother applying to join this group or this team if you don't use iMessage. Or like, don't bother replying to this dating profile if you don't use iMessage. Or and I'm I'm sitting here going, what? Like I I was talking to James about this earlier. That's one of the reasons that this uh, this is in the doc. And I was like, yeah, like to me, what difference does it make? You know, 
what application shows at the top of the notification shade or like yeah. whether this one supports stickers or that one has an emojis or this one has cheers or like who cares there are no less than i think it was 10 10 chat apps and i counted things like twitter and instagram as uh, like private messaging apps because realistically that's like what they are for a lot of people there was no less than 10 on my phone and i'm just like so what so I think you have kind of a similar attitude to me where you'll just kind of use whatever yeah. other people happen to use. But some people are very set in their ways. They're like, yeah, I, I, I only use this. It's like, well, I have like, we have, we have different, like I have different layers of, of chat apps, essentially like for, for the same what, person. What, what layer I, am I in? Well, no, but like for each person, I, am, am I in the, layer, am I in the yeah. top? Am I in the highest tier layer? You depends on it depends <laughs> on how you define each player but like there's like a cop-out uh, like answer I, like i generally don't send people uh like i i'll try to keep slack messages mostly focused on work yeah if i want to send you a message about some game thing i'll probably send you a message over discord yeah if i'm trying to send linus a message about work Honestly, we chat about most things on on Teams, but sometimes I'll try to keep the more off-topic things on Discord. I'll keep the more work-focused things on Teams. Yep. I'll like certain things will go to email if it's something that I think should be like searchable. Like there's there's a bunch of different reasons why something is going to go through a certain method or not. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's so I just fair. use everything and try to just gauge like which one makes most sense at whatever time. And I'm kind of the same way, like without really thinking about it, hearing you talk about that, it's totally the same. So whenever I'm talking about something personal and or confidential, WhatsApp has actually been my tool of choice. So um, Yvonne and I almost exclusively talk through WhatsApp about anything that is like HR related or, um, or personal and private. Personal or private, whether it's work or, or personal, if it's private, it kind of goes in WhatsApp. Uh, because as much as it annoys me, a feature of WhatsApp, for better or for worse, is that it's only logged in on one device at a time. So there's no risk of me accidentally leaving my laptop around or a secondary phone that I have signed in and somebody seeing a highly confidential upper management message um, because it'll only be on the phone that's in my pocket. So that's a reason for that. And then I just have some legacy people that we've just kind of always used Hangouts. So I still chat on Hangouts yeah. there uh, with yeah. you. Yep. It tends to be Discord and Teams or realistically, because you never check your messages anyway. Uh, I'll just call you if I actually need to communicate with you. So there's that, especially outside that of hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. Like I still talk to James through Hangouts. I, yeah. I, I usually use... Hangouts or Teams with the Vaughn. Like it's, I kind of, but I don't even really have to think about or remember these things. It's just like, oh, I have to message this person. I just kind of automatically go to whatever thing I'm used to using with that person. We need like, we need a new, um, a new pigeon. A trillion. Yeah. Or, okay. Or that. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. I, it's a, it's a, this is an older code, sir. But it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> what was trillion? It was ICQ, AIM, and I forget what the third one was. It was called Trillion because there were three messaging yeah. and MSN. I think it also did MSN. I just want if the day that Microsoft launches MSN Messenger, I, I, I will go to it immediately just to be back on MSN. Just to hear yep. those notification sounds again, man. I love it. I love it. It's one thing. It's something that I've never really understood. Like how how people as a whole migrate from one platform to another and why they bother like why it was super trendy to be on aim and then super trendy to be on icq and then super trendy to be on msn and is it just as simple as as soon as the parent generation joins it it's not cool anymore and you have to get off like why did it ever I mean, matter that might be part of the reason why Facebook's sort of falling a little bit. Well, it's totally um, part of the reason why Facebook is falling in popularity with like with Zoomers. But it's like it's not like some of these applications haven't had things like um, like shadow do not disturb and things like that. Like it's not like you couldn't just pretend to your parents that you're not online. It was always yeah. a thing. Like MSN had that you could appear offline to people, and you know when you caught a friend doing it, it was so scandalous, of course. 
<laughs> were you able to uh, were you able to show offline to individuals, or was it one big flag? I, I believe you could appear offline to individuals MSN Messenger. I believe you did. How to have MSN Messenger show as appear offline upon boot up? Yeah, that was a really inconvenient thing. There was a while where I remember this. There was a while where it was kind of bugged, so that if you signed in as appear offline, it would show you online for a second and then immediately offline. And people would be like, uh, um, I know you're there. <laughs> Man, I remember you mentioned Scandalous. Uh, I remember one of my friends used to, uh, when someone wouldn't tell them a secret, they'd be like, oh, just tell me in like windings or whatever, wingdings. And then he would bring them into Word and convert the font. That's um, hilarious. That was actually hilarious. Oh, no, that's right. It worked for whatever reason. So you could appear offline in MSN Messenger, but you could still initiate chats. Mm, so okay. you could totally chat as you are as you are offline. Um, how to appear, appear offline? Does anybody have any view on that? I'm looking for how to appear offline. Okay. Oh, apparently there was like tools that you could use to appear offline to just one person, but. For my part, I think a lot of the time I was just in a peer offline and then I would just chat with people I actually wanted to chat with. Right. Uh, you know what we should probably do, speaking of chatting, is chat with you guys about our sponsors. For oh, wait. So, hold on. Hey. There's one more thing we got to go through here. So, ranking message services security. Uh, Signal encrypts end-to-end, does not back up your messages to iCloud or its own servers. This is the most secure option and also the option that's most likely to lead to data loss or getting locked out of your own account. So, that's a trade-off. WhatsApp still does encrypt your messages end-to-end -end with the same protocol as Signal and does not back up your messages to its own servers. By default, it does not back up messages to iCloud either, but that is an option. I've also found that its backup is extremely spotty. The only way to get it to work is to like specifically back it up, then log out, then log in on the other one. If you, if you kind of screw up that order, then you can be missing a bunch of stuff, which is interesting. Uh, if you enable the option, your messages can be accessed by Apple, who has the keys for iCloud, and by extension, it can be accessed by law enforcement without a warrant. Number three is a tie between Telegram and Facebook Messenger. So they do not end-to-end -end encrypt. Oh, I actually didn't know that Telegram does not end-to-end -end encrypt by default. They are stored on Telegram <laughs> servers where they are secured by Telegram's keys, but they can also be seen by law enforcement. So yeah, it looks like Signal's basically just the way to go. And then there's iMessage, blah, blah, blah. Messages accessed by Apple, etc. through iCloud, unless you turn that off. Blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, Signal is the way to go if you actually want to be private. Honestly, I'm lazy and everyone I want to talk to is already kind of on WhatsApp. So I'm just probably going to stick with it for now unless things get really bad. By the way, there's a super chat here that I definitely want to respond to. Irritatingness says, hey, Linus, take my missing pin 5950X and try to make another repair video. Otherwise, I'll have to find another way to get rid of it. Hate having it just sit. I'm super down. Because like those things are impossible to get, and we actually could use them for other projects, and we can't buy them or get them from AMD at this point. So I I'm super down. Just message the business email that's uh, linked on the uh, YouTube page, and some someone somewhere will read your ma uh, message at some point. Uh, oh, snap. Just got a message from Jake. Got one ingest station running 25 gigabit. Had to do some like wacko configs to change the type of port on the 100 gigabit switch to a 40 gig port to get the two switches to talk. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Works now. That is sick. So we are going 25 gigabit fiber for all of our ingest stations and all of our editing stations as of uh, this coming week. I think we're going to roll it out. So both Jake and I are like pretty jazzed right now on how sick that's going to be. We're, That's awesome. It's going to be just like, I mean, think about 25 gigabit. That's two and a half gigabytes per second. I mean, it was not that long ago that the fastest internal drive that you could install in your computer was like uh, 250, 300 megabytes a second. Like that was SATA 2. That <laughs> wasn't that freaking long ago. It's like 10 years ago. Now we're talking... Two and a half gigabytes per second over the network. Had to go fiber though. Man, you haven't been in the office in forever. You're not even going to recognize it. We I did 17 fiber runs down in the editing den. So we could have up to 17 editors down there once COVID's not a thing and we can kind of pack them in a bit more. I, I, am, I am excited. 
I'm excited for all that to be done. That's pretty insane. Uh, right. Sponsors for the show today. The show is brought to you by Backblaze. Backblaze is an unlimited cloud backup for Macs and PCs for just $6 a month. They've restored over 35 billion files for their clients, and they can back up anything. You know, docs, music, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all the data and restore them from anywhere. You can download them directly on your computer. You can access them on your mobile phone. You can even purchase a restore via hard drive if your internet's not too fast. And they will overnight FedEx it to you. You copy it to something else. You ship it back to them. You get a refund for the drive. Absolutely a sick. There's no wonky cost structures, just unlimited data backup at a fixed price. So check it out at backblaze.com slash WAN. And this is an example of a sponsor that we do actually use. I mean, not Linus Media Group directly, but Flowplane uses Backblaze. Or am I not supposed to say that? It's probably fine, right? <laughs> I don't know. This is why Luke tries do. not to tell me too much about the infra. Because <laughs> I tend to like... Uh, there shouldn't be any like concerns for people talking about that, right? I'm not. I'm that? genuinely not 100% certain if we currently do. Oh, okay. Um, I know we did at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, my mic's a little hot. I just noticed that. Uh, all right. The show is also brought to you by Privacy. Privacy is a tool that makes it super easy to manage your financial life online while keeping all of your most important information secure. By generating virtual numbers when you're making purchases, privacy masks your real banking information so you never have to worry about giving it out to people you don't know online. You can set up a spending limit to what you should be paying with that service per month so you can catch any sneaky upcharges or rate adjustments, and you can easily and safely send a friend, family member, or coworker a privacy card straight from your dashboard in just a few clicks. So head to privacy.com slash Linus and sign up to get $5 to spend on your first purchase. Privacy is an example of one of our sponsors that I know has a great service, even though I can't use, but I would love to use, but it's not available in Canada yet. So yeah, as soon as it's available, that. as soon as it's available in Canada, I'm going to be super into it. Yes, me too. And finally, the show is brought to you by PIA. This is one I've been using for years, one that I've been absolutely pleased with and doesn't do. Some of the stuff that some people who take VPN sponsorship say it does. It's not magic. It's just part of your overall private browsing toolkit to help websites and applications and tools that you use believe that you are some anonymous person from some other country. It masks your IP and encrypts traffic to and from your device. It's not magic. That's what it does. So they've got configurable encryption, an internet kill switch to keep you in control of your connection so nothing will accidentally leak out if the VPN becomes disconnected for whatever reason. And they have over 24,000 servers in 77 countries. You can turn it on manually or you can set your client so it's enabled automatically and you can try it out risk-free with their 30-day money-back guarantee, which is down below. Also down below is an interview I did with them on their YouTube channel talking all about privacy. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, apparently we've got that linked as well. All right. What else do we uh, what else do we want to talk about today? Got some other good stuff in here? Ah, yes, Intel replaces Bob Swan, the Bobinator, yeah. the Swanny Swan, with legendary former engineer Pat Gelsinger. This was posted by Anthony in the chat. Luke, do you want to give us the lowdown? Yeah, well, um, I don't know if you can pin it all on him, but uh, ever since Mr. Bob took over, things have not exactly been going well uh, in, fairness, in the Intel department. In fairness, I mean, he was only CEO for like a year and like, or a year and a half or something like that. I can't remember the exact period, but like, not a, it's kind of like when a, when he a new GM in, yeah, takes sorry, over a hockey Yeah, it's kind of like when a new GM takes over a hockey team. You can't blame them for anything that happens in the first couple of yeah. years, really. Yeah. So, but, but go on, go on. And, and he was kind of thrown into that position, if I remember correctly, because uh, he was like acting CEO after the last one just like vanished. Um, so like, it, it, I don't even think it was necessarily intended. And it just seemed like they they were going to replace him for like six or seven months. And then they just didn't. And he became the CEO. So like, uh, and he wasn't really there for a super long time. And a lot of these things that they're working on are going to be set in motion way in the past. So like I said, I don't know how much you can actually blame it on him, but things were not great during his reign. And one of the constant criticisms from way back up until current um, has been that Intel should probably be led by an engineer, 
not a business person. And Bob Swan's background is business, not engineering. Yeah. Um, and Pat Gelsinger, his background is definitely engineering. So um, I, I, this isn't necessarily a dig at, at Bob, but I think people are excited about Pat regardless. Um, Can I just say how much I love this note here? So um, Pat previously served as VMware CEO and Intel CEO before that. Uh, has CTO. background or CTO, excuse me, has a background in electronics engineering. And when was first recruited out of high school by Intel in 1979, the recruiter's note said allegedly, "Smart, arrogant, aggressive. He'll fit right in." <laughs> That's pretty good. Remember, remember when Intel was smart and aggressive, still arrogant, but remember when they also had the smarts and the aggressiveness to back it up. I would cool. love to see a return to that, like. Here we go. Here we and, freaking and just, go. Uh, just to clarify as well, um, he, he's, he's not necessarily a jerk. Uh, he does donate 50% of his gross income to charities helping impoverished children go to school. That's pretty cool. That's pretty um, sweet. So he may be aggressive, maybe competitively or something like that, but he seems to be a at least decently nice guy. And um, some, yeah, major, some major accomplishments during his 30 years at Intel. Uh, worked on Intel's 286 and 386. Those were pretty popular products, if I recall correctly. Was the lead architect of the 486 at the tender age of 25 years old. Ran the division that produced the Pentium Pro and launched the Intel developer forum. Oh, really? Oh, that's pretty cool. So the changeover is scheduled to take place on February 15th. And all I have to say about this is fight, 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 fight. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. And, and like we just said about Bob, though, it is likely going to take a while for this to to actually have any like major noticeable impact. So I mean, it's not um, like Lisa Sue took over AMD and like the next day they were able to, you know, she just whipped up a CPU in her kitchen and pulled it out of the <laughs> oven Jensen style. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's not like it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Yeah, her oven isn't that expensive, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, his oven, man. Have you seen Have you seen the spatulas that man has? <laughs> I mean, if I had spatulas like that, I could I could make GPUs and CPUs no problem. Yeah, just melt the spatulas down. Got enough materials. I uh, yeah, okay, it's exciting. Silicone it's, and silicon uh, are not the same thing. We've been through I'm this, Luke. Messing around. I'm messing. I know around. you are. I know you. Are. Um, but yeah, it's 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 exciting. I just yeah, my one note would be that. Uh, don't hold out for for any news in the like near future. I expect anything exciting would be fairly down the line, but it's pretty cool regardless. Yeah, I'm excited. Something a lot of people have been asking for for a long time, and it's actually happening. So exactly. All right. Oh, oh, we're finally going to talk about this. Okay, we are launching. Wait, hey Vaughn, do oh. you have the things I'm supposed to sign? Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, may I have it, please? Okay. Yvonne's going to get it for me. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I have no idea how this is supposed to work. Um, uh -huh. I, I just, well, we don't oh. have a lot of them. So there's a whole, there's a whole thing, right? Okay. There it is. Never mind. Okay. I got it. I've got it. <laughs> oh my God. The limited edition pink Lambo beanie is for sale. Now, this is a very expensive beanie or toque, and I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. It is exactly the same toque as the one I'm wearing, okay? I'm Look, 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 I'm being honest, okay? Like I said, with the toe cutter offer device, as long as... Oh, wait, what? People crawled the site and looked in all products, and there's only like 20 left. Okay, so move fast if you want one, guys. Um... It's exactly the same product. It is as advertised, though. I'm being honest with you guys, okay? And so in order to differentiate it... Oh, Nick says it's a slightly different. It's slightly different. It's 100% acrylic fabric instead of an acrylic wool blend. Uh, but it, honestly, it feels the same. It feels like the same damn thing. So here they are. With your beanie that you paid way too much money for, because the regular one's like 20 bucks or something, you will get this... Linus Tech Tips Lambo Beanie Certificate of Authenticity, numbered one to sixty-nine. So it says this is this is one of sixty-nine Lambo beanies. Nice, 
And then I believe you will also get a Lambo foil sticker. Huh? Huh? Lambo foil sticker? Apparently they're gone. So there you go. Thanks for thanks for playing, guys. So maybe we'll do an after party stream tonight. Would that be okay, Vaughn? I don't know. Maybe we'll do an after party stream tonight. Now I will sign them. I will sign all sixty nine of them uh, in in front of you guys. So you'll you'll know that it's legit, and also that we didn't do more than more than sixty nine of them because that would be <laughs> that would be man. What a scam that would be. If I was like, yeah, we're only doing sixty nine of them, and actually we do like a thousand, and there's like duplicates. Hmm. Wait. You could do sixty nine thousand. No, I'm, I'm kidding. We only yeah. made like I or think we made six thousand nine hundred and sixty nine. Sorry. I think we made like seventy. So that if like one of them is, gets lost in the mail or something like that, we have it's a little damaged, bit of place. Yeah, it. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So so they're all gone. It looks cool. I actually <laughs> like the like watermelon type of like it actually looks pretty all right. I like, some of the, the like photos it. with it on people like it it looks good. Yep. So we actually went to the trouble of doing a whole photo shoot for a product that we're going to sell less than a hundred of, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, we have another limited edition product. So these are, these are just kind of, honestly, they're not big money makers, but they're, they're kind of fun to do. There's a video coming out. People who are on float plane are going to know about this already, but there's a video coming out where we do Dennis's <laughs> people in chat are like paper launch. <laughs> I told you guys, I was honest with you guys. We only did a few of them. Okay. Okay. So this one, we're only doing a hundred of these. And float plane people are gonna get it already, but it's a shirt. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Live, laugh, uh, liao. Did you watch the did you watch the video? Yes. That's great. Yeah. So Dennis, spoiler alert. Dennis, as part of his Intel home setup, extreme rig upgrade, whatever we call it, as part yeah. of his video, he spent like $400 of his budget on a faux neon sign to go behind his setup that says, live, laugh, liao. And I was like, what? How did you, how did you spend this much money on this? So anyway, people started immediately demanding a shirt. So we've got a hundred units. We'll have a hundred units. It's gonna go live when the when the video goes up. Uh you so should, I think that's you should just like Sunday or something. Just every limited edition product should be sixty nine dollars and sixty nine cents. I mean we could. <laughs> Until there's one that costs us more than that to make. Then it could be six hundred and $90. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I could I could I could make a lot of things. I could make a lot of things fit in that price point. $690. Anyway, all right. Sorry. So that's that's all the that's all the memeing for LTT store. Oh, also the great crew neck set sweaters are finally back in stock. These ones also sold out basically immediately and uh we we grossly underestimated how many of them we were going to sell. Uh, it's got the zippered, see, got these like stealthy zippered pockets. It's super comfy. Um, lots of different sizes. That's, mm, that's kind of an uncomfortable looking picture. You know what? Let's not, let's not look at that for too long. All right. Sorry. Now for real, I'm done. Google purchases Fitbit. This was posted by LexisGamer05 on the forum. After a year of EU regulators scrutinizing the deal, Google has completed its acquisition of Fitbit for $2.1 billion. Google Hardware Chief says the acquisition is about devices, not data. Interestingly, the U.S. Department of Justice has not approved the deal, but I don't think the U.S. government is doing a whole lot of much of anything right now while they wait for the transition. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Google says the waiting period for their investigation expired. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, the DOJ, though, says that Google is still under investigation for antitrust regarding the deal. So we'll see if they can kind of resolve that between the two of them. This is why I was saying in the intro, like, yeah, they, they bought Fitbit, sort of. It's like, yes, they did, but we'll see what ends up being reality. The approval from the EU did come with some conditions, including that Google cannot use Fitbit data such as health, wellness, or GPS for targeting ads. It's like, hey, Google, yes, you can have it, but only if you like don't use it. Um, users must also be able to opt out of sharing Fitbit data with other Google apps and services. So this sounds 
I don't know. What do you think? Is Android Wear going to stop being terrible? Honestly, I don't really think so. Um, is is Fitbit's experience better than Apple Watch? I will be honest with you. I, I, I have never, no. I have never been inclined in any way to use a Fitbit. So there you go. Maybe I should. Maybe I should give it a crack. Maybe I should give it a shot. Oh, I think Nick is watching right now. Yo, Nick. Uh, we've got people asking about Swacket. They're like, "Hey, are you guys ever gonna do another run of that like sweet like racing jacket thing?" We are working on V two. I do have some concept artwork. If Nick approves it, I would be happy to share some of it with you, but it's possible he will not allow me to show it to you because he likes to keep things all secret. He's a control freak like that. Control freak. <laughs> Samsung announces... I sympathize with that. Samsung announces upcycling... Well, working with me, you know, things yeah. probably feel <laughs> very chaotic. Leaked. <laughs> you gotta... You feel like you gotta control something. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, it's like you you work with an actual tornado. He's sending me so many messages right now. I got to mute Teams on my computer here. Um, he says he says do whatever you want. I don't have it though. I don't have it. I can't find it in my email. So you gotta you gotta you gotta send me whatever I can show Nick. All right, Samsung announces upcycling at home to repurpose old devices. So this was during their CES 2021 event on Monday. This was posted by Random HK Kid on the forums. They announced a number of new devices and new ways to use old ones. So older phones that may be still perfectly usable but are no longer supported or useful as a smartphone can be repurposed as things like baby monitors, ambient light sensors. <laughs> That's an overkill ambient light sensor. Long distance smart home control. That is a really good idea. Uh, what I would, what I hope that they are doing with their smart things ecosystem so it's like an if this then that style interface apparently what i hope they're doing is they are um that they are helping avoid the devices uh becoming damaged by this kind of a use case like i remember we were using old phones as like two-factor authenticator devices and having them plugged in all the time basically meant we were cycling through batteries like what every six months hun when we had uh, like an old phone as the two-factor, oh, yeah. like how often were the batteries dying in them? Yeah, it, it was like on a, it was over a span of months, not years. So if you were going to use something like this as a baby monitor, the last thing you want is to have it plugged in all the time and then have that turn into a bulging battery and you've got like a fire hazard in your nursery. So I hope they've given that some thought. And YouTube comments were quick to point out that just giving them longer official software support would also reduce waste if the thing just like worked. Uh, remember too, though, that Samsung is not the only, um, they're not the only player when it comes to ensuring that there is driver support for the hardware. They are a key player, but they are not the only one to make sure that they continue to roll software updates. Um, also Razer debuts Project Hazel. I'm going to bring this up on screen. Luke, you want to, you want to talk through this thing? Which one is this? Is this the, yeah, so this is their mask. Um, I, I don't know for this one genuinely, but I will say Razer does have a bit of a track record of announcing things at CES that definitely never see the light of day. Um, I could see this seeing the light of day, but yeah. Um, they it's, it's a smart mask. It has these like RGB active filters on the side. Uh, yeah, it says the mask concept is not for sale, but claims to have patent pending voice amplif amplification technology. Kind of neat. Uh, the mask transparent design allows people to see the wearer's face, which is a maybe good and bad thing, depending on uh, what your opinion on that is. I found it a lot easier to yawn during meetings lately. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the lights inside the mask activate automatically in the dark. Um, the Razer Chroma RGB is also making an appearance on the two lighting zones on the uh, active filters, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, there's a wireless charging box that sanitizes the mask with UV light, which I believe would actually theoretically work from my understanding. Um, and as an aside, earlier in the coronavirus pandemic, Razer converted manufacturing facilities in China to make face masks, which is pretty neat. To date, they have distributed over a million masks globally. Very cool. Good for them. Thanks, Razor. Um, I have actually been quite surprised that there hasn't been more 
more substantial efforts to make fashion masks to be honest i mean didn't like uh, one of the really really high fashion brands do it i think a few of the point? like gucci's of the world have made them yeah didn't like louis um, vuitton do one or something like that and it was like a thousand dollars or something I, probably I but like i just i i mean from from like more reasonable companies uh, but I think that's probably because most of the goal of the mask manufacturers have just been volume, um, not style. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It looks cool. I don't That's think cool. I necessarily want one, but it definitely has the cool factor going on. I would guess it's going to be like 250 US dollars, though, just like looking at it and knowing Razor. Like, I don't think it'll be cheap. Nice that it self sanitizes. Yeah. I wonder how they avoid it from fogging up like immediately. I know there's different methods that they can do, and those um, active ventilators probably help with that. But still, like, wow, yeah. It looks cool though. Every every shot that they have with someone wearing it, it like looks pretty cool. It kind of does. Speaking of things that look cool when people wear them, haha! Thanks for keying me up like that. So this is an early mock-up of Swacket V2. Um, yeah, it's not really in focus, but whatever. You guys, you guys get the point. You're kind of looking at my lights here. Uh, we might end up with a little bit more in terms of like color accents, but it is going to be stealthier. It is still going to be made out of like kind of a, a heavier material instead mm -hmm. of the regular reflective tape. It's probably going to have like a dark or black but reflective tape. Um, We've got some, yeah, we've got some really, really cool stuff coming up, and that's that's one of them. Um, yeah, excite, very excite. All right, I think that's pretty much it for topics for today. So there are a couple super chats that I did want to read, um, in spite of like me thinking it doesn't make sense to do super chats. Uh, Buddy Scotch asks, uh, "Will you please do an LGR collab after the pandemic?" I don't see why not. I'd love to. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to bring LGR up for uh, LTX the next time we like can actually do it. So if nothing else, we should we should meet there. Um, Ritz Blitz says Linus tumbling tips when as a semi-athletic person who manages to publicly humiliate themselves regularly. Thanks for the laughs with you, not at you. Thanks for that. Cedric says after Raid Shadow Legends, I would bet this stream is sponsored by an online casino. JK just bought a water bottle on LTT store. Hey, thanks, Cedric. Um, T-Wolf says, we love you, Linus and Luke. Y'all good in my book? Uh, yeah, raid over aggressive you. advertising blows, but it is what it is. Meh, people just gonna hate. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it's just hate. I mean, I, I want to understand people's, I want to understand people's upset, you know? Um, the gaming sir says, as one of the people who complained about the sponsor, please accept this compensation, 20 US dollars. So that I hope to never see Raid Shadow Legends ever again. Also, no Facebook or Oculus ever again. Okay, thanks. Okay, it's not quite that simple. Um, but okay. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> duly, duly noted, your request has been logged. Andrew Trumbauer says, with TechLink doing five videos a week, what would you say is the limiting factor for having TechLink being five videos every week? Uh, the limiting factor is tech news. Um, that's honestly it. Like back when they used to do NetLinked daily, because they used to, uh, they found that a lot of the time it was they were scraping the bottom of the barrel in order to force themselves to do it every day. And if you just do it kind of when there's enough tech news, uh, it's easy to get lazy because it's so much work to figure out if there's enough tech news that by the time you've done it, it's like, okay, well, I might as well make a video about it. Or if you like have a gut feeling there's not enough tech news today, you might as well just not do all that pre-work. So it's like, no, you have to commit to a production schedule. And so three times a week has ended up being about right. We very rarely feel like we're like we're forcing it, you know? Um, Sir Really Sam says, I remember having to persuade people to buy enough of the Highlander t-shirts on the forum seven years ago so we could get enough people to make it worth printing. Now things sell instantly on stream. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a little different. And JD McChog says, hey, Linus, anyone ever told you your name is the wrong way around? It should be Sebastian Linus. Um, okay, but it's not, uh, well, no, because Linus is also a first name. They're just both first names. So I don't know. Long story. Imagine telling someone their name's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like your name, Lucas. It's, it's wrong for someone to just be named Luke. Ugh. Luke is short for Lucas. You so heard rude. me. 
Yeah, well, it should also be L-U-C because my last name's French and I have an English first name. <laughs> so, like... Luc Lafreniere. Who knows? <laughs> That was more Italian, I guess. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Happy as We will see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. It's like your update Dell. Dell update. I don't have one for you. I haven't heard back. Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We got an important super chat. Happy birthday, Cooper. See you later. Psychotog says, OMG, it's not your fault, but braces trigger me. I can feel that teeth being repositioned pain. That's nah, not that bad. It's alright. I like, what, what, hey Vaughn, what did I have for dinner the night after I got my braces? I don't remember. I was like, I was, I was eating though. I don't I even did. notice. Are they only on your lower teeth? Yeah, just bottom. My top's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty straight. So but the like bottom's when you like, talk, you don't see them. Yeah, it's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm ending the stream.